On Sunday, I continued looking at our Why series and looking at the question of why doesn't God make himself clearer? And today, I just want to briefly look at one of the reasons that I touched on as to why as Christians, we can find that question sometimes running through our mind or finding that we've lost sight of Jesus or we're sort of wondering where he is in our lives. I talked about the spirituality of distraction that we have here in the West or the attraction of distraction and how this sort of this way of life, this lifestyle that we live has posed a great threat to the depths of a spiritual life that we experience, to how deep we actually go with Jesus. There's a real danger in the 21st century in the way that we live life, that you can go through life as a Christian, professing a love for Jesus and following Jesus, but only experiencing a sort of a mediocre version of the life that we were intended to live as Christians, a mediocre version of the relationship with Jesus that we were intended to have. And John Mark Comer, he's written a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which some of you will have heard me mention before. And it looks at this issue in much greater depth and detail and takes you through to some of the most amazing freeing answers as to how we can change our lives in order to have a greater depth of encounter with Jesus. And so I'd really encourage you to read that book. But briefly tonight, I just want to look at the problem and sort of a little bit of the solution to this. So the problem that we have in the 21st century is we live such busy lives. We're so hurried. We fill every single moment that we have with something, whether it's work or entertainment, seeing friends or looking at our phone. And we're so busy that we never really stop. We never really slow down enough to really feel what we're feeling or allow ourselves to know what we're processing in the sort of depths of our mind or allow ourselves to really notice the presence of God around us. We're busy, busy, busy during the day. And then you know what it's like. You come home and in the evening you're exhausted. And all you really want to do is zone out on the sofa watching something on television or looking at your phone. We find that even in those moments where we're choosing to rest, we don't really choose something that's restful. We choose something that's mindless, that takes us away from the stress of the day for a moment, but doesn't bring us to a place of rest. And the danger with all of this is that it means that our emotional and our mental health is never that great, but it poses an even greater threat to our spiritual lives. The phone is a brilliant example of this. How many times in a day does your phone or someone else's phone near you distract you, jolt you out of the moment that you are in, whether it's some work that you're doing, whether it's a conversation that you are having with someone, or perhaps even a thought that you're having, and your phone goes and bam, you're out of that moment. Similarly, you might have just sat down to read your Bible or to pray. You might have just started engaging with God and bam, your phone goes and it takes you out of the moment. It's just a tiny example, but a really good one to sum up what our lives generally look like on a day-to-day -day basis. In Mark, John Mark Homer's book, 
he quotes someone called Ronald Rollheiser. And I just want to read out this quote, and it might be worth looking at again in your connect groups, because to me it summarises the issue that is at hand. It says this, Today, a number of historical circumstances are blindly flowing together and accidentally conspiring to produce a climate within which it is difficult not just to think about God or to pray, but simply to have any interior depth whatsoever. We, for every kind of reason, good and bad, are distracting ourselves into spiritual oblivion. It is not that we have anything against God, depth and spirit. We would like these. It is just that we are habitually too preoccupied to have any of these show up on our radar screens. We move, we are more busy than bad, more distracted than non-spiritual, and more interested in the movie theatre, the sports stadium and the shopping mall and the fantasy life they produce. Pathological busyness, distraction and restlessness are major blocks today within our spiritual lives. That's the issue that we have at hand. And of course, there is a solution. There is a way of living that Jesus intended for us that is different to what many of us are experiencing. I can't summarise it all now, but one of the passages that I find really helpful with this is Luke chapter 10. Um, and the sort of dialogue between God and Martha. Martha and Mary, they have been at Lazarus's house and Martha has been working really, really hard as she busies herself to get everything ready for the guests. Mary, on the other hand, is sitting at Jesus's feet and Martha comes to God, to Jesus and says, why won't you get Martha? Get Martha to come and help me. I'm doing all of the work. And Jesus says this, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Now, we all know this passage to be a sort of reminder that it's not just about doing in your faith life, but it's about being with Jesus. But this isn't a momentary invitation to Martha to come and sit at Jesus's feet too. This is an invitation to Martha and Mary and to us, and an encouragement to become disciples of Jesus, which means to sit at his feet, to walk with him, to learn from him, and ultimately to imitate the way that he lived, to match our stride to his, so that we walk at his pace and walk to his rhythms. And there are two things I want to draw out about how Jesus lived. One, if you look at all of the encounters, all of the moments that are recorded in the gospel of Jesus's life, he is always fully present in the moment. He's always fully there with the people that he's talking to or the situation that he is in. You think of that moment when the woman touches his clothes in the busy crowd. He notices it because he's so present in the moment. He has a peace and he has a calm about him that enables him not to be thinking about a million other things at the same time, but to be fully there in the moment. And secondly, Jesus is always aware of the presence of his father with him. He's always aware of God being with him, which enables him to do all that he does. The invitation that we have as Christians from Jesus is to come and live a life that follows him, to follow his way. And his intention is that that would lead us into a place where we are able to be fully present in the moment, to slow down, and to be fully aware in every moment of his presence with us. 
And so the challenge to us tonight is to look at this problem and to look at our lives and say, is this me? Is my spiritual life, is my relationship with Jesus being threatened by the busyness in my life? And what can I do to change it? So I'd really encourage you in your connect groups, you'll have a sheet with questions on it and with this quote on it, to think through this a bit further and take it to the next step of what you could be doing or what barriers there are in your life that are affecting your relationship with Jesus. I'm just going to say a quick prayer. Lord, we pray that we wouldn't settle for less, that we wouldn't be people that are so distracted that we never fully see you. Lord, would you teach us your way? Would you teach us to slow down and rework our lifestyles so that we can match your stride, Lord Jesus? Amen.